0: Hey everyone, I have Haley Smith on the show today. She completed her formal education at the National University of Natural Medicine in Portland, Oregon, and Master of Science in Nutrition. Haley uses the philosophy of food as medicine to help guide women in their reproductive years back home to their body to grow their own self partnership using their menstrual cycle as a gateway. Hailey uses Sasang Constitutional Dietetics to consider your unique internal landscape while respecting your current external and internal season. She also has training in fertility awareness. So if you are like me and if you're unfamiliar with Constitutional Dietetics, sit back and get ready to learn a lot. This episode is so interesting and I hope you enjoy it. Hi everyone! Say hi to Hailey Smith. I'm so excited that you are here because I feel like your expertise is very different. Um, so welcome!
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: So, you know, I just want everyone to hear about your story because I think it's quite unique. Um, you know, even though you studied like nutrition, it's kind of like going in a different direction. So just, you know, let everyone know who you are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I moved out to Portland, Oregon, in 2016 to go to school at the National University of Natural Medicine. I came out here for their graduate program in nutrition, and within that, I immediately gravitated towards East Asian dietetics. So the National University of Natural Medicine is the oldest naturopathic school in the country, and they Mm -hmm. their two biggest programs are to become a naturopathic doctor or a Chinese medicine doctor or East Asian practitioner. So they have a really strong tools and really brilliant practitioners of all walks of life that bring their specific modalities to practice. And one of my first mentors was Ellen Goldsmith. She wrote the book, Nutritional Healing with Chinese Medicine. So I took a lot of her classes and then my partner is also studying to become a doctor of Chinese medicine. So between the class cool. there and my partner it's it kind of just became my my world of chinese medicine and it really started resonating with me and that it's not a blanket it's not a blanket statement approach to nutrition rather than basing suggestions off of this research we're really looking at the person's constitution or their inborn makeup and making mm-hmm. suggestions based off of that rather than research studies that are mostly done on men but mm-hmm. of people of all different sorts of walks of life that is not going to apply to everybody so
0: that's really interesting what you said there about constitution i think that's a word that's not being heard in the wellness field um i think only people in chinese medicine would know about it so could you just tell us like a little bit more about that like what did you yeah know?
1: absolutely and you know even within the chinese medicine world or the east asian world it it can still be perceived very differently. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to determine a person's constitution. Most people have more so heard of it from a standpoint of like Ayurveda or the doshas. Mm -hmm. Doshas, I'm sorry. So it can be determined so many different ways. Um, In terms of the doshas, it's typically done by how you look, the sound of your voice. Um, Chinese medicine modalities include taking the pulse or the tongue. But what we're talking about is really a person's inborn makeup. So what, what was their physiological and biological makeup at the time of their birth? And it's a pattern that stays with someone their entire life. So regardless of what happens during life or how you grow or evolve, your mm-hmm. constitution is going to be consistent from the time you were born. So that's what we're really looking at.
0: Interesting. Is this sort of like a imprint almost like when yeah. you are born okay yeah that's a
1: great way to put it it's your biological imprint exactly inborn makeup
0: oh interesting so you know how do we eat according to our constitution then like you know what
1: does that look like yeah yeah great question so like I said there's so many ways to determine it the my approach is stemming from it's this really beautiful tradition of weaving in Chinese medicine but it it most, mostly stems from Korea. And the way that this constitution, or the way that we get to a constitution is by a person's natal chart or their bazi chart. Mm-hmm. So it combines Chinese medicine's five element theory and a person's natal chart. So looking at the, the pattern of the five elements at the time you were born. So the five elements are fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. And we're looking at that pattern of where they were, the configuration of them at the time you were born. And that is going to determine what I call your internal landscape. So either we're gonna look at what your central energy is. So are you really hot and dry or are you cold and damp? And then also what your strongest and weakest organ networks are. So once we have that pattern determined from your natal chart, then eating for your constitution means that we're gonna use food in a way to support those, those patterns and your central energy. So it's often easiest to use myself as an example. My natal chart tells me that I have an incredibly hot and dry internal landscape. So I use, so I eat foods that have a cold thermal nature Mm -hmm. and thermal nature just means a food's ability to warm or cool down the body.
0: Okay. Gotcha. It's kind of like, well, okay. So I have poor circulation and, and you know, a mm-hmm. lot of the Chinese medicine, more well, acupuncturists that I've been to, they always tell me like, you know, you shouldn't eat raw foods. Like you mm. should eat like cinnamon and ginger tea. Like you need like that heating,
1: heating element to you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's, so whenever I moved out here, I started seeing Chinese medicine practitioners and I would get very similar suggestions as you are getting is to warm up your digestive system. Mm -hmm. What, so the approach I use is called Sasang S A S A N G. Mm -hmm. And what I really appreciate about it is it's a very systemized systematic approach, meaning rather than just giving some general statements, like eat ginger, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. It's this very organized system of using food as a primary source of medicine. So I would get very similar suggestions of eat some ginger, but I was never told of what I shouldn't be eating. And what this approach Sasang is going to do is tell you what you should be eating, but also what you shouldn't be eating. That's just as important mm-hmm. to really balance out your internal landscape.
0: Oh, interesting. So this is your way of, I guess, eating in a way that is systemized, you, you call it?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And that just means it's, it's very organized rather than I guess, loosey-goosey of just try this, try that. But your, your Bosa chart or your natal chart tells us exactly what you have going on. So it's, in my opinion, it's the most tailored way you can be eating for your unique makeup.
0: Interesting. So could you give like a little like, like I don't know, like a preview or like an example of that just to have like an
1: envisioning of what it looks like? Yeah, of course. So I can just continue moving with my example. So my Batsa chart is made up of a ton of earth. So I have like over half my chart is made up of the element earth and each of the elements is correlated with organs. So the earth is connected to the stomach and spleen. So my stomach and spleen is very, very, very hot and dry. So I don't need to add any more warmth. So ginger is a great example of a food that would add a ton of warmth to your system. So when I moved out here and I was dealing with a ton of menstrual cramps and dysmenorrhea, you know, ginger is one of the best or the most provided recommendations. But now I know that adding ginger to my system was just layering on heat and dryness. That was probably the reason I was having so much dysmenorrhea in the first place. Mm -hmm. So now when I have menstrual cramps or in my regular diet, I'm eating foods that are cooling, And really good examples of that are foods that are the black in color. So black beans, black sesame seeds are very supportive to someone with my constitution and their Mm -hmm. menstrual health and hormone health. Black foods are very supportive of the kidneys. And I know that my constitution has very weak kidneys. So those are regular foods in my diet. And besides that, um, all vegetables are neutral. I eat a lot of vegetables. Pork is very cooling. Uh, I'm thinking like strawberries and blackberries are also cooling. So they're very normal foods. It's just a matter of what is their thermal nature.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think the thermal nature thing, yeah, it's very like, you know, no, no one really knows about it um, yeah. unless you're into like, you know, the whole East Asian um, dietetics. Is this considered like a form of restrictive eating? Cause you know, in my mind, it sounds like, okay, you, these are all the foods that you should avoid. And these are the ones that you can have. I mean, you like it would thrive, it would help you to, th- to thrive if you have them. So like, is there some sort of restriction? Like what happens if you accidentally eat you know, some foods that aren't right for you?
1: That's such a good question. And it's one I get all the time. And I never refer to it as a form of restrictive, as a restrictive diet. What I like to tell people and what my own experience has been with it is that whenever you choose to approach healing in this way, it's really important to set a strong foundation for yourself. So the program I use for Eating for Your Constitution is six weeks, and that's very intentional because it typically takes about six weeks to bring your body back to balance. And within that six weeks, it will be really, really important to follow your constitutional diet and the recommendations given to you. Mm -hmm. Once you have that found strong or that strong foundation established, then it becomes really fun because then you get to slowly introduce foods or try foods, and then you get to determine how well your body can handle a food of the opposite thermal nature. And what I found with myself is that eating in this way has actually strengthened my digestion. So I, you know, I primarily eat according to my constitution, which for me, that means foods with a cooling thermal nature. Mm-hmm. But I can actually handle foods like, like chocolate it used to make me break out and would make me constipated. But now if I have a little bit of chocolate, I can handle it much better than I did before. So you get it to really become your own doctor. And it's mm-hmm. so liberating because you know exactly how you're going to react to certain foods. So in that way, it's, it's not restrictive. It's actually very, liberating. Right. Yeah. for me, it's like, I'm choosing to eat the way I do because I feel the best. And I know if I eat chocolate regularly, I'm not going to feel good. So it's not to say I can't and that I don't, but I know exactly what's going to happen when I do. And I, for the most, most of the time, I choose not to eat those warming foods that will exasperate symptoms. For me, that means a lot of constipation, bloating, mm-hmm. or face breakouts interesting so it sounds like
0: um yeah it sounds almost very intuitive um Mm -hmm. and as you get to know your body um I really like that like that's really cool yeah
1: it's that's a great way to put it it is so intuitive and once you kind of build that foundation your mind gut connection becomes a lot stronger Mm -hmm. and you can you can kind of you can feel the food's action in your body you know warming foods are going to have this very up and outward feeling you can maybe feel in your head when you're eating it and if foods are cooling, they're going to move down and in. And as you build that strong foundation and tune in, it does become intuitive, and you can start actually feeling the foods movement in your body.
0: So just a quick like segue about the constitution, you you mentioned that there are, you know, like five elements. So according to someone's like internal makeup, would that be just looking at all the elements and the thermal nature? Or is there Something else that you look at, like, you know, Ayurveda, they have like three doshas, right? Like very, like kind of separate, like, is there like a separate concept, like number of categories too, or is it just mixed?
1: Yeah, great question. So there are four main constitutions, according okay. to Sasong medicine. The two most common ones are so young, or translating to lesser yang, or so young, which translates to lesser yin. So we're looking at uh, the makeup of your chart and then it's gonna fall under one of those four constitutions but I still look at each of those constitutions as an umbrella term. Me and my partner, for example, are both so youngs but we we have very different charts. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, I have way more earth in my chart than he does. Mm -hmm. Um, So even within the constitutions it's going to be very, very unique to you.
0: Right, okay. That was just for my curiosity. <laughs>
1: yeah, that. So it's it's based on Chinese astrology. So mm-hmm. whenever I diagnose someone, I'm going to be asking you for the day of your birth, the time of your birth, and where you were born, because yeah. that's going to tell us exactly the configuration of the five elements and what mm-hmm. they were when you were born.
0: Nice. Okay. So now that we established this, right, the constitution, eating, um, so. When it comes to reproductive health, like how does eating according to our, constitu- our constitution help with, you know, like trying to be fertile and having hormonal balance and all that?
1: Oh, my favorite topic, yes. So in my practice, I do primarily work with women on fertility, those who want to use natural conscious conception or contraception in mm-hmm. overcoming reproductive diseases like endometriosis and PCOS. So whenever I'm working with someone one-on-one, I'm combining eating for your constitution and fertility awareness. And the what eating for your constitution will do for you is East Asian traditions in general work to treat the person rather than the symptoms.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: in my approach, the first thing I'm gonna have you do is follow your constitutional diet for a month, very strictly, or up to six weeks. And more often than not, that is going to start healing these reproductive diseases or hormone imbalances that are showing up in your menstrual cycle. And again, that's, we're building a foundation. So once we have built that foundation, then we can look at, okay, what's shifting, what isn't shifting. Mm -hmm. And from there, I can look at what your constitution is, which takes so much guessing out of the game. And then I'm like, okay, what do you have going on? Are you blood deficient are your periods really heavy so and if you have a very cold constitution I'm going to suggest something like adding in a lot of lamb so once we have that foundation we can see what shifts and then within your constitutional diet Mm -hmm. I'm going to make specific recommendations based on your reproductive symptoms and pathology
0: interesting so quick question like Mm -hmm. you know like in the in the beginning you're talking about like for to six weeks of eating to your constitution, like a foundation, what if someone has like food sensitivities to like certain foods that are for their constitution?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, and that comes up a lot, definitely. Right. And similar to um, what I was saying for, with me about chocolate is eating in this way is going to really strengthen your digestion. So mm-hmm. oftentimes people that come to me with like a sensitivity, sensitivity to the eggs, that one just recently came up, once they have started eating for their constitution in this way, they they find that they can often handle those sensitivities better. And mm-hmm. if they don't completely disappear, they can handle them better than they once could. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so you do that, the
0: constitution, um, nutrition, and then you combine with fertility awareness, which I
1: love, mm-hmm. um, to help couples conceive. Right. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, either conscious conception or contraception. So. Mm-hmm. Once someone has been eating in this way for a month, then we look at where their reproductive health is at. What do they still have going on? And while they are eating for their constitution in the months to follow, then I start teaching fertility awareness. And it's really cool because the chart doesn't lie. So as you're eating in this way and we're tracking Mm -hmm. your, your symptoms, you're going to see cervical mucus get stronger. You're going to see a stronger basal body temperature shift. Mm -hmm. because your digestion is getting stronger meaning your hormones are getting stronger our body is so beautifully interconnected right so yeah so I teach cycle tracking as well Mm -hmm. and educating women on when they are most fertile when their chances for conception are optimized and as we're tracking their body is healing and we're seeing these biomarkers get a lot stronger
0: nice I love that I also love that tangibility of like looking at your chart and just really seeing that because you know sometimes I feel like you're just trying to eat a new way but like you don't know for sure if it's gonna actually change anything Mm -hmm. so that's really cool that you're combining it.
1: It is it it takes so much guessing out of it and whenever you're tracking your cycle on paper you you get to see it shift Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's it's very liberating it's very cool. So
0: when it comes to like PCOS for example like does this way of eating change like does it depend on like your reproductive condition
1: so regardless of what you have going on whether it's pcos endometriosis or a different reproductive disease your constitutional diet will be supportive in healing a condition like that Mm -hmm. depending on how deep that pathology is in you it might take you know more oomph but that's where once we've set that foundation then we can get really specific okay so let's look at your cycle tracking, what is your cycle showing? And then I can make specific recommendations within Mm -hmm. your constitutional diet. But like I was saying, this approach is really working on treating you at a very foundational, very deep level, where we look at PCOS and endometriosis as symptoms of your constitution. So once we treat you at this deep level, then we often see Symptoms like this resolve.
0: That's so crazy because you know in the Western medicine, like PCOS, um, it's like or endometriosis, it's like uh, this huge label, and then you have all the other symptoms of that. But then what you're saying is this condition is actually just still a symptom of like your constitutional uh, makeup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. You know, PCOS is often looked at like of like that is the root. Cause that's the root imbalance. But what I love about Chinese medicine and East Asian medicine, it it goes deeper of what is the energy flow in your body, which organ network is strongest and weakness. What were you, what was the pattern you were born with? Mm -hmm. Let's start there and then see how we can support your pathology. Yeah. And rather than you know, treating with outside supplements or medications this system uses food as medicine in a way that I've never seen before. And it is the most effective way of using food as medicine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no matter what treatment you choose, you're still eating multiple times a day. And each time you eat, it gets to be an opportunity or like a stimulus to your body to encourage energy flow to go in a direction that will be most harmonious to you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah I think this is totally cool like you know even for like you know like me like or like people who know about nutrition like we don't exactly know like okay out of all these healthy foods like which one is actually really matching up right with our constitution so once you said that um, I just think it's like a really zoomed out like bigger picture and bigger bigger picture you know like keeps it keeps zooming out and it takes into account like yeah, your energies and astrology and all that, which which is great.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's I know, you know, especially being in the the health foods world, it can be crazy making because I'm I'm going to school for nutrition, mm-hmm. I'm eating the ginger, I'm eating the lamb or I'm eating the vegetables. Why am I still experiencing these symptoms? Right. And once I started eating in this way, within two weeks, all of my symptoms were cleared up and I knew exactly why. I knew exactly what was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. Very
1: cool. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like who else do
0: you work with? Like you said, you work with couples to try to either conceive or have conscious conception. Um, Is there anyone else that you work with?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a big part of my clientele would be someone who is just coming off hormonal birth control. Maybe they don't have their cycle back yet, or they're having um, post birth control symptoms. So my focus right now is conscious conception, but I do work with those who want to use a natural form of birth control mm-hmm. to not, to no longer be putting that, um, hormonal contraceptions in their body. So I stay within the hormone and reproductive world because that's okay. what really lights me up and fertility awareness. Yeah. Um, but within that, my clients certainly have different goals. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Very cool. Very interesting. Do you work, like, I guess you can work with anyone, right? Because you're basing on like their constitution. So it doesn't matter if they have like thyroid or adrenal issues or um, like autoimmune conditions and all that. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, that's a great question. You know, so I I do work with people who don't want to conceive or use natural birth control. Um, I work with a lot of with perimenopause as well on just the diet piece. So Mm -hmm. in that case, we're not cycle tracking, but we can use food to overcome symptoms like peri or post-menopause yeah. or someone just with like your husband who has digestive issues. So <laughs> I do welcome people who just want to really hone in on their diet in this way. Right.
0: That's cool. That's, yeah, that's also like a really just, you know, basic, I think easy starting point. Cause you're just going to eat like, however like you tell them to in like four to six weeks. And then, you know, it's not like, um, It's not very rigid either. It's so intuitive, which I love.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then they get to take over and they get to determine what's best for their body. Absolutely.
0: Nice. So I know that you have, you know, like a workshop coming up about conscious conception, if I'm right, if that's right. Yes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Conscious conception.
0: Um, Yeah. Just tell everyone more about it. It sounds really interesting.
1: I'm so excited for it. It's been my baby and passion project this year. So conscious conception. It is a one day workshop for women who are on a fertility journey looking to conceive now or who want to prepare their bodies to be pregnant in the near future. So it's gonna be very focused on that conception piece. It is an eight hour workshop on May 15th. And it is a really just sweet container and collection of holistic care providers who will be really giving a strong foundation of what you need to know when trying to consciously conceive naturally and intentionally in this way
0: and you're part of it too right like are you yes i will be one of the speakers okay. yeah so Yay. i'll be covering
1: i'll be diving deeper into how to use the system of using food as medicine to consciously conceive and strengthen and overcome reproductive diseases like endometriosis or pcos for those who mm-hmm. are struggling with that but are on a journey to conceive and then i'll also be diving into using for fertility awareness to consciously conceive so how to start tracking and understand when you are most fertile and how to strengthen your cycle to lessen your chances of miscarriage or not caring to term. Mm,
0: Sounds great. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Um, So, you know, like if people want to sign up for that workshop or they want to learn more about working with you, where can they, you know, find all the information?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the workshop page is live at innaterhythm.com slash consciousconceptionworkshop. You'll find more information about me and the other two speakers, one of which you have interviewed in the past, Mia Tarduno. Mm-hmm. Yes. She will be speaking to the menstrual cycle awareness and how to live in with the seasons of your cycle. And she's also be going to teaching a yoga for fertility class. So increasing the circulation to your reproductive system to strengthen hormone, um, hormone function. And then the other speaker is Dr. Britt Stamer. She is a naturopathic doctor who is going to be speaking on general nutrition, supplementation and lifestyle to be supportive of fertility and also managing environmental toxins for fertility. They are both wonderful providers. I'm so excited to have them on my team. To yeah. so read more about all of us at that website, um, I'll be posting a lot about it on Instagram. My handle is innate rhythm with an underscore at the end of it.
0: Sounds good. I will put that all in the show notes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm definitely yeah. going to put that on, you know, sending out to my emails and all that. Um, I think, you know, the audience
1: will really love this. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing. Of course. And I'd love to offer your listeners, if they use the code MEL, so just capital M-E-L, they can get $50 off the workshop if it's speaking (laughs) to them. That's cute.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. I would definitely put that in. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Of course. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was fun.